name is Ben White, and this is Talent Talks. Uh, I'm here uh, from Titus Talent Strategies, and with me today, um, I've got V from from Traction Tools, one of our um, one of our really good partners. And funny story, V is actually the first person we ever placed at, at Traction Tools. So I don't know if it was a year and a half ago, two years ago, something like that. Um, but V is uh, she was what we call our Super Bowl fill, the first fill with a brand new client. Um, v, could you tell us a little bit about, about you and, and what you do for Traction Tools? Thanks, Ben. And first off, thank you for having me on here. Um, a little bit about myself. I am the marketing technologist at Traction Tools. So I work with just about everybody in the company and under our systems security team to help them with their campaigns or just any other systems that we use on a daily basis. So that's kind of the, the condensed version of what I do. Yeah. That sounds so much more complicated than what I do. I was listening to you talk about it, explain it. I'm like, I'm picking up like 70% of these words and what they mean and functionally what that would represent. Um, well, yeah, thank you for coming on. We're really happy to have you and, and kind of talk a little bit about, um, you know, value alignment and your organization, and, um, you know, and kind of what they mean to both of our companies collectively from a hiring and, and talent retention. Yeah, I'm excited to get into this and uh, I'm looking forward to hearing what you have to ask me and our yeah. conversation. Yeah, absolutely. So just jump into the first question, Ben. You know, I think yeah. Traction Tools and Titus Talents has you know, quite a long partnership. I'd be yeah. interested to hear how do you balance hiring for performance while still ensuring someone is a cultural fit for the client's company? Yeah, that's a, it's a really good question. And, um, you know, it's, it's really, it's really important in my opinion, because, you know, you have to make sure performance is there, right? So many people talk about hiring for culture and, um, yeah, that, that, that's, you know, that's an important thing to think about, but if someone is not going to perform in the role, um, you know, none of the other stuff really matters, right? So for me, as someone who does a lot of project management in recruitment, you have to make sure that a person is able to come in and execute the role you are, you are you know, going to be putting them into. Um, but that's not all that matters. Beyond that, you want to try to find value alignment. And one of the things that I love about Traction Tools is I know you guys have really strong values. You're a high-performing company, so you got to check that box. But beyond that, we want to find someone who's going to fit in long-term from a value perspective. So for me, it's always a balancing act. First, you have to make sure they have the ability there. When you have the ability there, great. Okay, you can check that box. You know they're, they're going to perform. Now let's talk about values. And let's talk about, you know, what motivates them, what inspires them, and how, that, how that's going to mesh with, with traction tools. Um, so, yeah, the, the, I guess the best answer to that is it is a balancing act, and you've got to really make sure you're checking both boxes. Is there – sometimes I think um... – Sometimes I think that there is the, the performance and the cultural aspect that you had mentioned, but I don't know how it resonates with some other companies where they may be culturally fit, but the performance is pretty good, but it may not be up to par of what they're looking for. But some things like performance or abilities, you could potentially just teach them or show them if they have that that value yeah. of being able to wanting to learn or whatever that fits culturally yeah. too. 
What you know, are your that's, thoughts on that's, that? That's very true. I mean, it is, it is possible. And I think a lot of it comes down to situation, right? I mean, right. some companies, they'll say, Ben, I need someone who's going to hit the ground running. Mm -hmm. And in those circumstances, it's kind of hard to sell them on, hey, this person fits your values great, but it might take six months for them to get up to speed. And then there are other situations in which they're saying, you know, we've had a few people who just haven't really fit what we're trying to do here and our values. Um, and we can teach the right person. So to me, that's a, a situation by situation basis. Um, it's also can be one of those cases where it's like right person, wrong seat. You know, maybe you've got a great person for traction tools, but for whatever reason, they're in a seat where they're just not performing their role, but they've got other skills that could benefit the company. And I think that's one of those circumstances where you can be like, okay, well, let's see what else they can do here. You know, do we have a seat for this person? Because from a value alignment standpoint, they're a strong match. And that, that does happen. Um, you know, I, I've certainly seen that happen before. Thanks for going into that. I think something we were, we were also chatting about before, uh, before this was a scorecard value alignment. Yeah. And I was pretty interested in learning more about this from um, a Titus talent side of yeah. this. Could you explain a little bit more about that? Yeah, and this is, this is interesting because it's a little bit different than when, um, than when we brought you to Traction Tools. Um, I think back in, you know, when that happened, we had a different, um, you know, different way of kind of assessing candidates. And now we have a scorecard. And what we try to do is we try to measure head, heart, and briefcase. So for head, um, we, you know, we use predictive index. So it's an assessment that we use. And we can use personality assessment. We can do a cognitive assessment. We can send benchmarks and then see how candidates uh, measure up to those benchmarks once you set them. Then we do heart. Right? And that's values. So that's where value alignment comes in. So for you know, traction tools, you have a set of values. You'll define them. We go, okay, this is what's important. And then we'll go talk to candidates and we'll figure out, okay, do they align here? You know, is there that strong value alignment? So when they walk in the door day one, things are just going to click from a value perspective. And then last is briefcase. That's what they've done in their career and see if they're performing. So, you know, that scorecard is kind of a thing at the last page of the document we use to interview people. And it kind of gives them a one to five scale. Like, how do they fit here? How is this a fit? So the things that are important to your organization from both a head, heart and briefcase perspective, you know, where does that go? And then at the end of the day, everybody ends up with a number, you know, and a, a percentage match. Um, and that's kind of how we use our scorecard, which is, I personally love it. Um, we do it internally for, for Titus too, and it, it really helps it helps you kind of assess what kind of fit someone would be for your organization in every single way that matters. Um, which I, I neat. Sorry, something you had mentioned was like the, the percentage matched. Does that, yeah. the percentage match to base, like based on what the company is looking for. Yeah, right? yeah. So, so it could be different for everybody. Totally, you know, it, it really is, um, you know, because you've got to define that. You've got to define what the company is looking for from a predictive index standpoint, you've got you've to kind of get the, the patterns and the ranges and a cognitive standpoint, you want to set a number. I mean, there's all kinds of things and it's different every time, which it should be, right? If you're hiring, it should be customized to what you want. Um, so yeah, it's, it's something that I think is extremely useful. I would, um, I'd love to talk a little bit about, about your experience. So how, um, so traction tools, you've been there for a while now, you have a decent sample size. How does being with traction tools compare to 
you know, maybe the last place you were, other places you've been? Well, traction tools, something that they are great about is doing, um, being really on our core values. We really, really strive to, you know, we love to help is one of the core values. We're constantly yeah. optimizing. We'll find a way to win. And it's something that even through conversations with people every day, yeah. it somehow you, you remember the core values because it's like, we love helping. We, we show it. We actually do what we say or we're living those core values. I've been with companies in the past where we, you have those core values, but people don't really le live it or yeah. maybe they don't believe in it or it's, it's just words out there and <laughs> nothing is really yeah. being done with it. Yeah. Um, so at, at Traction Tools, you, you really feel it with yeah. just the interactions you have with people and people doing certain things that, you know, like, hey, I'm working on this. It's like, oh, yeah, I can help you. That's like, yeah. you love helping. <laughs> just something simple yeah. like that. And it, and it happens so frequently that it makes, makes you really believe it. And yeah. I, I, what's one of the things I really like about Traction Tools yeah. I love those values too. Those are such good ones. Like who doesn't resonate with wanting to help other people or right. constantly getting better or wanting to win? Like, like, you know, I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I don't, I don't know who wouldn't love those. And I, I, I would say during my hiring process, when um, I was being interviewed for attraction tools, yeah. the people that were interviewing me, I even felt it during like the short conversations I yeah. had with them, their, their energy and those core values that they even mentioned probably during the interview, if I remember correctly, it's been a while, yeah. <laughs> yeah. but just those short conversations. And if you can sense that immediately, that's, that's something great. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's so funny you mentioned that. Cause one of the things that I was hoping to ask you today was like, when did you know? Right. Cause mm -hmm. I, I can recall when I was interviewing with Titus, which was, a very long time ago now. Um, and I remember like, like this feels like a little bit different because I've interviewed with other companies, I've been with other companies and um, sometimes they say they have, um, they've got, you know, a culture, they've got values. It's more of a, like a poster on a wall that lists words than something they live by, which is very different. So you're, you're telling me that almost right away, like in, during the interview process, you actually started to feel like that, that values and, and that culture. Right, just by the interactions and just by, um, I would say maybe the second conversation and doing an assessment, it's really made me feel like they, they do take this seriously. They wanna find somebody that is compatible with their, their culture and the values that they wanna uphold because yeah. that's, what's, that's what makes them strong. <laughs> yeah. And um, the, the assessment really took it to like another level of we're, we're serious. We want to make sure you are a good fit for us. Yeah. Um, so I, it's funny cause we've, we have eight, uh, you know, lived values and those are values we live by. And that's like so many, when I think about it compared to three, I'm like, man, you guys are like so focused. Like these are the things, is there one of those values that really resonate with you? Like when you think of the three, is there like, you know, I'm a helping person or a, I'm a optimizing person, which one really 
if you had to pick one, which would be your favorite? What, which really hits home? I think the we'll find a way to win core yeah. value because we are such a, a tight knit group. And yeah. I think, you know, there are obstacles that always get in the way of, of work and just doing things and finding a way to win for us, like as a team, it's something that we always, I think, do. Yeah. <laughs> and I think yeah. kind of like the, the we love to help kind of falls into that because if you're, you're finding a way to win, you could be collaborating with other people and yeah. they're helping you to find that way to win. Totally. And it's, yeah, we've done some great things. <laughs> yeah, well, and like the same way those two are connected, I would say like the constantly optimizing is also one that kind of ties in. Like if you want to find a way to win, then you got to become a better version of yourself every right. single day. Um, if you want to continue to be able to win. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's cool. I, I, I love your values. I love our values too. If anybody in Titus is watching this, I'm, I'm not saying I love Traction Tools values more, um, but I do love those values. I'm a competitive person, so find a way to win is, I think it's cool. And I would like to add a quick asterisk on the yeah. um, conversation we had earlier about, you know, something that Traction Tools core values versus the, maybe the companies in the past I have worked for, not yeah. to knock any of them. That's yeah, um, of course. Some of, of course. them do have awesome core values, and it's yeah. the great companies that I've had experiences with. But Traction Tools just takes it to a whole nother level, I think. Yeah, yeah. No asterisks needed for me. <laughs> I said what I said. Um, no, but that's that's good. Um, I would love to hear about your story a little bit more because it's it's interesting as you know, as a recruitment professional, you know, you, you, you really dive into a role and you learn about the role and, and what they're looking for. And then you go out and you, you find what you would consider to be the perfect person, you, and then you place that person with, with the company. And then, you know, sometimes just in the, because we're all busy people, you lose track of that story and what happens, what's happened since, you've been placed at, at since I joined the team. <laughs> yeah. Well, quite a bit has happened and changed um, since I've joined Traction Tools. Uh, when I started, I was a marketing manager at Traction yes. Tools. And that was my role. That's what I was going to be doing. I would say maybe about six months in or so was yeah. when I started thinking about what I wanted for my future career, what I could yeah. see myself doing and what I actually enjoy doing. Cause I've yeah. been in the marketing field for my whole professional career. And sure. it was just like at that point where it was like, can I see myself doing this every day? Am I enjoying what am I, what I'm doing? And I yeah. think knowing that, knowing the core values of traction tools and the people that run the company, I was able to be vulnerable. I was able to have these tough conversations with yeah. them. Um, one of the things they also recommend that we do is take frequent clarity breaks because we you know, run on EOS. That's one of the things that is part of it. And during these clarity break moments, I was thinking about those things, about my position and my role. Yeah. But not gonna lie, I was pretty scared and nervous because they hired me on to do marketing. <laughs> right. And I'm about to tell them that I don't know if I like marketing or 
enjoy this role anymore. So it was a little bit nerve wracking, but like I mentioned, the, the people at Traction Tools, I felt comfortable, you know, having these discussions with them and they were very open to it. Um, part of the, the process, you know, we're doing, I, to back up a little bit, like the reason why I also started thinking about this was the delegate and elevate exercise that they had us do. Um, and it really made me think like, I'm really, I'm filling in these boxes and I'm like, do I really enjoy any of these? (laughs) As I was thinking about some of the, um, responsibilities for the role. And so fast forward a little bit, once having those, the, the conversations, we did the GWC exercise. And for anyone who doesn't know, that's the gets it, wants it capacity to do it. Yeah. And that kind of helped figure out like what, where could, where would be the best kind of department or position for me based on the GWC and uh, what I actually enjoy doing. Wow. Once, once we figured those out, it just, it happened probably within a month. That is, um, like, if you think about that story, it's kind of a crazy story. Like, you know, I'm like, I can only imagine as someone who hires, you know, who, who's, you know, I, I have a team that, that I manage and um, yeah. after six months, one of my people said, hey, Ben, you know that thing you wanted me to do? I think I want to do something different. I'd have been like, whoa, pump yep. the brakes <laughs> uh, a little bit. But that is, I mean, Obviously, it's worked out because what is it now? A year since you've made that transition, or, yeah, or pretty so. Pretty much, I would yeah. yeah. October around this time of year yeah. last year was when I started having those conversations, and yeah. we we were quick. We're always finding a way to win and constantly optimizing because yeah. we want people to do what they enjoy doing. And yeah. if there is a role for that in the company, let's you know, yeah, let's have them do it. <laughs> Yeah, I think it speaks to like the agile nature of traction tools just to be like, okay, we have someone, they're doing a good job, they want to do something different. How can we make it work and how can we leverage their skill set in the best possible way? Um, so I think that is, that's really neat. Yeah, I, I'm super grateful for it. And I, I definitely enjoy what I'm doing now. And I'm learning, constantly learning new things yeah. every day. Um, it's, it's been quite the ride. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I bet. So I have another question, Ben. Yeah. Since you've been recruiting for traction tools for probably over a year now. Yeah, it's got to be a year and a half. Whenever you started, just (laughs) rewind the clock six or seven weeks. That's how long we've been recruiting and partnering with traction tools. How has the, from your end, how has the hiring process evolved? Because I mentioned, you know, doing the assessments and I'd be interested to hear how things have evolved since then. Yeah, you know, it's it's an interesting question. First of all, that seems like an eternity ago uh, when we first started working with you (laughs) because of the state of the world and like just all the different roles we've worked on with traction tools. Um, But there's been a ton of changes. I think for us as a company, so for for Titus, um, I always feel like when you start working with, um, you know, a company, there's a learning that takes place, learning what works best for you, learning our process, you know, from, from traction tools perspective and how we work. And then there's sort of an area where, you know, over time you get used to that. Um, we can make modifications as a partner that help suit um, your process and what makes sense. 
Um, so I think a lot of change, you know, we've, the, the, you know, we've incorporated predictive index into our hiring practice. I don't think we use that for the first couple of hires we did with traction tools. And now, um, you know, we do that for just about every position. So not only do we, do we use it during the screening, you know, we can have someone take a, a personality assessment, a cognitive assessment, um, but then we can also use it for onboarding. So we can give onboarding documentation to traction tools so that when someone comes, there's a unique experience for them based on their personality um, or their behavioral traits, which I think is really important. Cool. Um, we've also kind of expanded. You know, we went from a very narrow focus to working, okay, we're going to do marketing. Now we're doing roles in IT, and software development, and, um, you know, just kind of a, I think a wider spectrum of roles. Yeah. Um, so I think, I, you know, I think a lot has changed. And one of the good things that always happens, the longer you work with a company is you build a relationship. So you establish trust there. And, um, you know, you have to earn that in RC. You have to earn that as a partner. There's a lot of recruiting firms out there. They're probably not all super worthy of trust, um, but it's an important responsibility that we take on because we're going out there and we're representing your brand. You know, and we have to learn when we talk about your lived values, your core values there, we need to be able to see if someone has that or not. Is this the type of person who's going to help people? Is this the kind of person who's going to tires, you know, tirelessly want to win? Um, is this someone who tries to get better? You know, we've got to learn that. And I think that's one of the things that's changed too. I think we're more adept at actually seeing that in a candidate and evaluating whether or not they're going to be a great value alignment fit or traction tools, which makes it a little bit easier for us to do our job too. Um, I think having that like longer partnership, you probably have a better idea of the type of candidate we're looking for. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, I would also definitely. like to ask since you know our tough standards, what, yeah. you know, how do you make sure the clients that you're screening are going to be what the company that you're looking for, the client's company is looking for? Yeah, it's important, right? It's, it's a big piece of the puzzle. I mean, that kind of brings this whole conversation full circle. Yeah. One, we've got to make sure they know how to do the job, right? So we, we can ask, you know, different questions around that. We can talk about their previous performance. Um, we've got a battery of questions that we can ask people to kind of really dig in to see, is the performance there? Is the history of achievement and accomplishment there? Once we feel good about that, then it comes to, you know, finding, finding out, are they going to be um, in strong enough value alignment so that it makes sense for us to make this introduction? It's a big responsibility, um, especially when you have really good relationships, like what we have with Traction Tools. Um, to me, it's not just, okay, let's find this person. This is a relationship that we've established. I have a responsibility on behalf of Traction Tools to find them someone great. Um, so, you know, it just comes down to thorough screening. You know, it comes down to really getting it, understanding what you're looking for from a performance standpoint. And then, you know, we have the benefit now of understanding your culture and your values and being able to go out and assess someone for that. Um, it's just taking that responsibility seriously and really digging in. The assessments help too. Predictive index really does help from a performance profile standpoint. That's a, another added piece we have, but you know, it's, it's really taking the responsibility to understand the values and, and screen thoroughly to make sure it's gonna be a match. 
And I bet you're probably screening hundreds, if not thousands of candidates before we even see the short list of them. Yeah. <laughs> so well, there's a process, you know, it's <laughs> finding a bunch of people who have done roles, you know, reaching out to them, selling them on what makes you unique, right? And if they don't love that, they're probably not a fit anyway. But if then they go, ooh, that sounds like a cool company. Yeah, I want to learn more. Then, you know, you just, and with each step, you're breaking it down. And by the time we're putting someone forth, we feel pretty good about it. On so, behalf yeah, so. of Traction Tools and me, <laughs> we definitely appreciate your hard work at screening all these candidates. Yeah, well, we appreciate the partnership too. I, I've said it to everyone I work with at your company that, um, you know, you're, you're one of my favorite clients, love working with you guys. It's been a really great partnership. And I think part of it is I see my, my own company in, um, in traction materials. You know, I see the agile nature of it, the competitive nature of it, the, the wanting to serve our clients in a good way. And mm -hmm. it just, I, I feel like a lot of it, um, I just feel like it resonates. Um, and now some of the people we've placed are now hiring managers. So there's the added fun of that. Um, which is cool too. So we, we, you know, right back at you. We appreciate it. And I want to thank you just for, for coming on and, and talking to me today. It's been, um, I think it was a really good idea. You being the first person we ever placed with the company. I'm, I'm glad we get a chance to hear your perspective because it's a unique one. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me on the podcast and thank you for just being you guys. Yeah. Likewise. All right. Thanks V. Appreciate thanks. it.